Okay, so the media is rooting for the economy not to open. And you know why? Because if it doesn't make a comeback, Trump could lose. So they do. One of the worst, absolute worst, on the air right now is Christian Amanpour. Roll the tape. Do you think, finally, that this president is a danger to the people of the United States and to the world? Certainly one of your former colleagues, Senator Jeff Flake, a Republican himself of Arizona, has said that he thinks so, and he thinks a sound defeat, not just a defeat, a sound defeat of the president in November is vital to save not just the country, but also the Republican Party. What do you make of that? Here's what I make of that. Thank you for asking, Christiane. You are a zealot, a political zombie. You hate Trump. No matter what he did, you would hate it. All right? Think back. Has the media, the national media, said one good thing about Donald Trump? Just one. Since the pandemic began. Has he done anything right? One thing. Think. I can't think of any. And I do this for a living every day. Joe Biden. So if Joe Biden were president, would he be doing a better job than Donald Trump? Nobody knows. How could you possibly know? But Joe Biden is campaigning for president. So he has to weigh in on the pandemic. Roll the tape. Look, Joe, over 600,000 dead, many of them are people who are those, those, those workers, those nurses, the doctors, some of them, because they have put themselves in a position to save other people's lives, protect the rest of society. And we talk about that number, like 600 plus thousand people. There's each 60, and every 60, one of them. 60,000. Yeah, 60,000. 60, 60. Yeah. I, I, I missed 60,000, over 60,000 deaths. And we talk about them like they are a number. 600,000? Twice he said it. This is the guy who's running for president. So at the apex of the unemployment situation, I think about 40 million Americans are going to be out of work. That doesn't count the so-called gig people who work off the books, who drive cars, who uh, work for tips, that doesn't count them. But the people who file an income tax, who uh, work uh, in a uh, company, a small business, about 40 million are going to get laid, uh, laid off. Now, you remember back in uh, February, we had the record low unemployment, 3.5%. So in the space of three months, uh, total economic collapse. Now, the good news is that the collapse can turn around quickly. There's a lot of money in America, and there's a lot of uh, people who need services. So this can turn around very quickly. The bad news is that companies and employers are using the pandemic to weed out people that they don't like, nuisance employees, anyone who's a threat. So you know that if you're an older worker and you get fired uh, unnecessarily, you can file a lawsuit, ageism. A woman, misconduct all day long. You're not doing well or somebody's bothering you or whatever it may be, misconduct. Um, any kind of minority at all, mistreated, 
goes into the federal system, files a lawsuit. All employees now who are in those categories can be easily swept out with the pandemic layoffs. Now, I'm not saying that's right. Of course it isn't right, but it's absolutely a reality. Any nuisance employee, bye. And then our companies don't have to explain it's pandemic layoffs, pandemic layoffs. That is a key if you are a working person to your future. If you think you are considered a nuisance by your employer, you got to take action. And I don't exactly know what that action is. If you come a concierge member and tell me what your story is, I might be able to help you. But anyway, this is a big story that nobody is covering. The fourth stimulus bill is being discussed. All right. Another trillion, two, trillion, three, whatever. But the Republicans say they are not voting for it. If there is not legislation to prevent COVID lawsuits. Now, I've gone over this with you before, but I have to do it again because it is so important. The Democratic Party, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, Senator Schumer, saying we are not going to limit lawsuits at all in any circumstance in the COVID arena. That means any business that opens, reopens, any school, any college, any anything, can be sued if a person contracts coronavirus in there, near there, walking by, whatever. You don't have to prove it to make the lawsuit. You can allege it. Therefore, say you open a school, a high school, and one kid comes down with the disease. Maybe he got it from his uncle at home. Doesn't matter, massive lawsuit because the blood-sucking, extortionist lawyers, even now, are advertising on television and radio, oh, if you're sick, you tell me. We'll get you compensation. If somebody died, we're going to sue. Sue, 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 sue. How can you open up an economy when every business, every school, every sporting event, every facility can be sued up to here? And these lawyers, they don't charge money to sue. They take 40%. That's called working on contingency. Blood-sucking, extortionist lawyers. There are legions of them, and they're starving now because the courthouses are closed. This has been going on for decades. This is why you pay so much. We pay so much for our medical care because our doctors have to pay sky-high malpractice insurance payments. I've got insurance payments all over the place here that I'm paying thousands and thousands of dollars a year because of the extortionist lawyers. Somebody falls down, somebody gets a headache, bang! And to defend costs tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars. All right. So Republicans saying we can't reopen unless we have protection against these COVID lawsuits. Democrats, oh, no, 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 no. Why? I'll tell you why. 2016, election year, Democrats received $152 million from the lawyer lobby. 2018, Democrats received $137 million. This year, so far, Democrats have received $90 million. And you see the Republicans underneath, maybe 20% of what the Democrats get. The lawyer lobbies buy 
the Democratic politicians. Buy them. The money they donate goes right into the House and Senate funding. Pelosi, Schumer. And they dole the money out to people running for re-election. New York City. <clears throat> Homeless are running wild here. Okay? But instead of hotels and motels, they're living on the subways. Infecting everybody else who rides on the subways. Subway crime through the roof. So they're bringing all of their stuff, you know, they have carts full of stuff. And they sleep on the subways all night. So now uh, Cuomo, the governor of New York, and de Blasio, the mayor of New York, now, and this is going on far, uh, it's not the pandemic that started this. Homeless were doing this for years. All right, here's Cuomo and de Blasio back to back. Go. To let homeless people stay on the trains in the middle of a global health pandemic with no masks, no protective equipment, you're not helping the homeless. Uh, letting them endanger their own life and endanger the lives of others is not helping anyone. We all know for decades there have been homeless people in the subways going from one end of a line, back again, back again, all night long. That needs to stop. The way to stop that is to support those people and help them come in and accept housing, but also to disrupt the pattern. Support those people? They're not going anywhere, Mayor, and you know it. Well, at least he said one honest thing, all right? This has been going on for decades. Well, why didn't Cuomo and de Blasio do anything about it? They didn't do anything about it. That's the common thread. Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York City. They let the homeless, addicted people do what they want. And if they endanger other people, if they foul the city, if they scare children, so be it. They can do what they want. And now, in a pandemic, it's all coming out. All New York City has to do is pass an ordinance that says you cannot sleep on the subway or the bus. And ordinance number two, you can't bring clutter onto public facilities. You can't bring all this stuff. Pass the ordinance, enforce the ordinance, problem solved. They don't obey, you take them to Rikers. You put them in three, four days. They're not going to want that because they can't get their heroin for three or four days. It is just an amazing thing to watch the deterioration, and it's all the commonality of it is far-left people running these places.